Hey friends, welcome to the first open floor episode of the South Bend City Church podcast. Uh, this is one of the ways that we are sort of finding our way through this coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, unexpected season that we are in together. If you've been to a gathering with South Bend City Church on a Thursday night or a Sunday morning, you, you would know perhaps that one of our most cherished practices as a church is the open floor where uh, we throw a question out there or a prompt and invite anyone who wants to 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 speak to our community and to ref reflect and, and share with us. Uh, we do this uh, because one of our convictions is that the spirit is given to the whole church, not just to the person on stage with the microphone. And we do it to honor one another and hold space for one another. And we don't want to lose that uh, during this season while we don't have the chance to gather together physically. So we thought we'd give this a try, and we're going to do this each week uh, in the Sunday teaching episode on the podcast. You're going to hear some questions or prompts, and then there's a phone number that's written into the episode notes there. And then you'll have a couple of days opportunity to call in and leave a response. And then at the end of the week, we're going to publish this uh, open floor episode in response to all of that. So this is the first one. Uh, thanks for giving it a try, those of you who called in. Uh, we grabbed some of those messages that you left with us. Uh, we've done a little bit of editing just to make sure that the listening experience goes okay. But uh, now you're going to hear uh, from members of our community, both local and uh, at, at a distance, uh, who tuned into the podcast and have been listening along as we talk about holiness during this Lenten season. Uh, as a reminder, we've talked about holiness as being present to the presence of God, We've talked about holiness as being set apart, but specifically set apart for that vital life which is in God and which God wants to live in us and set apart from the things that dissipate that life in us and one another. And then most recently, and the episode that prompted these responses, we talked about holiness as something that's not just like in me and with me and, and something I experience or something that you do or you experience, but rather holiness is something that exists in our midst between us, that holiness is a communal project that shows up in the space between us. And so uh, to respond to that, but then also just to check in on how people are doing, we asked uh, you to call in and tell us, A, like just how are you doing with this coronavirus stuff? And then B, um, what does this look like in your life when you consider holiness as something that exists in the space between us? So we've got a little bit of all of that coming up in these responses, and I'm excited for you to hear from our community uh, with this, our first digital open floor. Hey, it's Angela. So for the first question about how is this impacting me, during the H1N1 pandemic about 10 years ago, because of underlying health conditions, I almost died. So now being 10 years older during COVID-19, I'm taking extra precautions to protect myself, including um, lots of social distancing. My work life hasn't been taught, has been tossed upside down, but my income won't be disrupted. So I'm doing small things to help folks whose income might be impacted. Things like ordering carryout from my favorite restaurant, restaurant, paying my beautician for appointments that I'm not keeping, and sending love offerings to folks I know in the gig economy who've lost income. How am I coping? What's hard about this? How have I modified life? I call, text, and FaceTime my loved ones more. My best friend and I are starting the podcast that we've been putting off because we've never had time. I'm working on work writing projects, but most of all, I'm listening to my body. I'm getting breasts when I need it. I'm reaching out to friends when I need them. 
I'm limiting toxic interactions, and I'm making sure that I have people I can turn to. So checking in, how are we doing? Oh, my. Um, I think for our household, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Um, it's me and my two boys in our home, and I go back and forth between being uh, so grateful and thankful for you know, we have health and a roof over our head, and I have the amazing um, blessing of being able to work from home. It wasn't that long ago that I was a waitress, and this would not be my story right now if said if this pandemic would have came out back then. So I can't help but be super concerned for people that all of a sudden are out of work. Um, and even more uh, single parents that are taking care of kiddos or, you know, people that have all kinds of people to take care of and all of a sudden resources are dried up. So um, just going back and forth between <laughs> the the whole spectrum from joy to complete fear last night I found myself just praying like crazy for like an hour straight just like praying like crazy and me and my boys have been taking small breaks here and there to just pray when people come to mind when things come to mind also I flipped open my bible tonight as I was eating dinner I just needed a word I needed something and first thing I saw that I landed on was Proverbs 24 24 and in my version, that verse says, don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. And I thought, holy cow, that is my verse for right now. Proverbs 24, 24. Don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. Um, we can keep going. So the first question is just how are you doing with the COVID-19 disruptions? Um, generally, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Um, so being at home really isn't a big deal. Um, but I kind of feel like a caged dog. Um, I don't do well not being able to go anywhere. Um, what's difficult is um, probably a little bit of the unknown, like not knowing what's going to come next, um, not knowing um, when I get to connect with people again. Um, I am definitely the biggest extrovert. My wife is an introvert, so it's just like one of those things that are like, this is super easy for her. Um <clears throat> Um, I guess nothing's really helping me adapt <laughs> to this unexpected season. Um, maybe my mom, um, just because she has really gotten into taking us for a walk um, each day. Um, they have kind of a foster dog right now, so she's helped walking them, so we've just been connecting by walking. Hey, church family. Diana Darling here. I heard something inspiring that reminded me of all of you. Um, all of us on a microchurch podcast that I listened to today. Uh, the statement was, church is an identity, not an activity. How good is that for this season? Um, how am I doing? Uh, well, to be honest, the first two days I was like, yeah, I got this. I'm used to being mostly alone. And this won't be that much different. I get to spend some extra time with my dog. This is all going to be okay. Uh, then that third day happened. 
and I felt like one of those insurance commercials where a similar script rolls on two different scenarios and all of a sudden the aloneness was just amplified. Um, and I, I wasn't expecting that. So it went to kind of a dark place for a minute where I was like, I am alone. I'm really lonely. It's just me, God, and the dog. And uh, how okay am I with being alone? Am I really okay with this? Um, pandemic aside, actually, just realizing that that's kind of how I feel uh, was interesting. How am I coping um, by being mindful of what I want my part in the story to be, uh, how I want that to be written, asking myself what I already have inside me and how I can put that to use um, sort of as a force for good in my new small world uh, and just actively choosing every day to live out of that positive part of my spirit um, where I'm trying to keep the prevailing sentiment gratitude. Where have you known the presence of God in the space between people? Uh, this is kind of cheesy, but smiles. Um, smiles uh, don't lose their effectiveness after six feet. Um, and uh, who in your life has helped you to grow um, in holiness, wholeness, or being present to the presence of God? And how have they done that? My friends uh, Justine and Brittany and Nicole were the first few people that came to mind. Uh, they've each helped parts of me become more whole over the years. Uh, and I think that they in particular do that because they have holiness inside them that really sees good things in me and they take time to name it. They uh, point out new ways of thinking. They remind me of essential things. Um, and we've never used the word holy to describe that. That's never a label we've slapped on it. But uh, collectively, they've really kept me present to the presence of God in a really holy way. And I love them for that. Uh, and I love you guys, too. Hey, Jensen. My name is Javier, and um, I actually stumbled upon your podcast after attending a, one of your services on March 1st. Um, really enjoyed the podcast. I've actually been looking through previous messages uh, from this last podcast. I really appreciated how vulnerable you were and how raw and honest you were about how this affected has been affecting you. I uh, am a travel nurse, and so Anytime I go to a new town on assignment, my goal is to always find a community of believers where even though I'm not close to my family or friends, that same unity in Christ that we share always makes it feel like I'm still home. Uh, being an extrovert and with everything that's going on, social distancing, it definitely has been hard uh, not having that same opportunity to feel like I'm still a part of a community. However, uh, nursing is a great community and uh 
I think my response to this whole thing has been to stay away from social media. I am not someone who happens to suffer from any sort of anxiety, but this whole situation has definitely caused caused some anxiety in my life. And um, I found that in not being so <clears throat> aware of what's going on social media-wise, just, you know, keeping the news to a minimum and being informed but not too overwhelmed has definitely helped. I think God always knows what he's doing in our individual lives, and I know that me making time to really, as you mentioned in your previous po- podcast, being open to the presence of God here and now has been so key for my anxiety to not be so high. I need to be present in my job. I need to be aware of what's going on on a day-to-day basis um, when working. And so I, I really appreciated your podcast. But uh, anyways, thanks for being so raw and honest. And um, I look forward to hearing more. Hey, this is Taryn Cooper Mao, and I am sitting here in my living room in Oxford, Mississippi. And um, after listening to this week's podcast, um, I was just thinking a little bit more about uh, the word holiness and what that means for me personally right now. After making the move here to Oxford, um, I found that I felt extremely lonely just in attempting to make new friends. Um, as a young adult without kids, it's just been difficult to find friends um, around our age who don't have young families, um, who kind of have the same schedule as us. And so I found myself feeling rather lonely and rather isolated during this period of time. Um, there's another family, though, that moved the same exact weekend that we moved into our neighborhood. And I've attempted to get together with um, them on occasion just you know, to build community and make friends. Um, her name, uh, the wife and mother of that family, her name is Lindsay DeVita. And um, she and her kids have just been a huge blessing to me in really unexpected ways. And so one way that I would say that they've blessed me is um, just this morning, actually, while I was walking my dog and listening to this podcast, um, I was walking with my head down per usual, just kind of looking at the ground. It's kind of a rainy day here in Oxford. And um, just kind of thinking about what Jason was saying. And I come across this little stone um, that has been painted. And instantly I thought back to this Facebook post that Lindsay had posted saying uh, that she and her kids, since they're quarantined right now and can't go to school, that they were going to be painting some rocks and um, just spreading them around the neighborhood, um, kind of scavenger hunt type style. And if we found them, uh, just to know that that's where they came from. And so instantly I thought to myself, um, here I am walking in the neighborhood, kind of head down, thinking um, a little bit about, you know, what it means to experience holiness in my everyday life. And I see this rock um, and think to myself, (laughs) this rock is beautiful. Um, It's just a rock and, you know, it's just kind of, has some colors scattered on it, but um, I think to myself, I'm walking and it's really easy for me to believe that I'm alone walking here in my neighborhood with my dog, and I I see this rock and I think I'm not. Um, And just some background on Lindsay and her family, they've moved three times in the past year. That means these three kids 
in this family have had to adapt to new schools, make new friends three times in a year, which is insane to me. Um, and not only that, Lindsay, their mom, actually got sick with an unexpected illness a little over a year ago and, and almost died. And so um, here's this family living in Oxford, Mississippi. This is their third move of the year. Uh, their mom almost died unexpectedly from a, an illness, and they're painting rocks and spreading it around, spreading them around the neighborhood. Um, something about that just made me think um, of God and his love for us, and um, there's just resiliency in what this family has experienced that I want to bring to the people around me as well. So that's what I think of when I think of holiness, um, a little family three small kids who have experienced a lot more than me in this past year who are just painting rocks. All right. Thanks. Bye.